This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Ignite Your World Ministries and the Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Joe's Meats and Deli for their underwriting support of this program. Stop by for all your cold cuts and deli meats. Joe's Meats and Deli offers the finest quality select cuts of beef, pork, chicken, sausage, and bacon strips. Just ask Bob the Butcher for your finest selections. Joe's Meats and Deli also offers homemade frozen dinners for two. Pick them up, put them in the oven, 30 minutes, dinner's served. Perfect for the family on the go. Why spend time cooking in the kitchen when you can sit back and relax while Joe's Meats and Deli does it for you? Joe's Meats in Delhi, located at the Bridge Plaza on the corner of Westmoreland and Port St. Lucie Boulevard in downtown Port St. Lucie. Ignite Your World, Inc. and the Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Chris Marvin Electric for their underwriting support of this program. Chris Marvin Electric is licensed and insured. Chris Marvin Electric, now specializing in generator, home installations, and is licensed for residential or commercial installation. Call today for honest, reliable work done correctly and efficiently. Chris Marvin Electric can be reached at 754-246-4129. That number again is 754-246-4129. Have you been hurting from addiction? Past hurts? Fear? Insecurity? Maybe your marriage is falling apart or your kids seem distant. If any of this sounds familiar, then it's time to break free from the chains, pains, and stains of the past. 2 Corinthians 3.17 declares, Now the Lord is spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Breakaway Recovery Group meets every Friday night at 7 p.m. in the Truth Church Cafe. Come out for a great worship experience, sound teaching, small groups, and coffee. Don't you think it's time to be free from everything that's held you back? Truth Church is located at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce, 34981. For more information, please call I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. got to the point in my life where I was just going to believe it. God said. God said. I don't know if you know anything about criminal charges or not, but if you got six felony charges and three misdemeanors, and one of them included stealing a car and driving through a police roadblock on the road and running over a cop, you usually go to prison for that kind of a thing if they don't shoot you on the spot. So my trial lasted a year, and I was going to court every month, and I didn't have a high-priced attorney. 
Nobody saw my, my story on the news and nobody rushed to my aid and wanted the publicity. I had a public defender who was not saved and did not know the Lord. But how many know God can use anybody? Amen? So, she came to me the first time and she said, Jason, you're not going to believe what I've done. I said, well, what would you do? She said, I got you the deal of the century. I got you a plea bargain, the deal of the century. I said, what is it? She said, it's seven years in prison. When you get out, five years probation. I said, nope, I'm not doing it. She said, what do you mean you're not going to do that? Have you lost your mind? It's never going to get better than this. It will never get better than this. I said, I don't care what you say. I've got a word over my life. What does that mean? I said, I've got a word over my life. God said, I'm not going back to prison. You're insane. You will need to get another attorney, Mr. Baumgartner. I said, I'm not going to sign it. We're going to trial. Month goes by. She calls me again. I don't know who you're praying to. But I got to tell you this, Mr. Baumgartner. The prosecuting attorney called us. The state's attorney's office called us. And they offered us a deal. And you better say yes to this. It's two years in jail and eight years probation. I said, well, that sounds great. Are you serious? She said, yeah. When can I bring the paperwork by? I said, you can't. <laughs> what are you talking about? I said, I'm not signing that. I'm not going back to jail. <laughs> Mr. Baumgartner, I am not going to. You're going to get another attorney. That's it. I will not do this for you no more. I said, well, then you need to go get me another attorney because I'm not going to sign that. And we prayed. And we prayed. And I got off the phone and my hand was shaking. I thought, man, I hope I didn't mess something up. Two years, 20 years. It could be ugly in a trial. How many know when you go to trial, they throw the book at you when you get sentenced? A couple months go by, she calls me again. You're not going to believe what I've done. I said, what'd you do? I got you two years house arrest and eight years probation. I said, I'll take that. <laughs> now, how many of you know that there ain't no, there's no private attorney and no amount of money that could do what God can do? I was guilty for what I did. I repented for what I did, and I've made restitution for it. And I'm not saying God gets you out of everything. But he did give me a word of my life, and I stood on that word, and I had to have a nevertheless moment in my life, or I couldn't be up here with you today. Amen. I went on to go to drug rehab, and that was part of the sentencing, was that I'd go to a Christian drug rehab. But before I went, I had a friend of mine that was at the church with me, and before I got sentenced, I was on ROR, so I really wasn't on probation. I could do whatever I wanted. He said, hey, I'm going out to Christ for the Nations in Dallas, Texas. You want to go with me for a couple of weeks? I said, yeah. So I went out there for two weeks, and I'm walking around. This is where God's going to send me after he delivers me. And I'm thinking, yeah, this is awesome. And he's put me in a place of training. Well, how I many know God sent me to Christ for Nations for a two-week vacation? He didn't send me there to get me trained. But the word that I had over my life, I thought that's what it meant. Where he did send me was to West Palm Beach to a place called the Regeneration Center. That when I got there, uh, there was about 20 guys in the program. There was a director, and there was an executive director, two employees. And I had been clean off of drugs for a year, serving God for a whole year, and just really turned on to Jesus. And I was there because I was court-ordered to be there. And I get in the program, and I'm there for three weeks, and the director steals all the money and goes out and smokes crack. Three weeks in this thing, and I'm on house arrest. At this rehab. I'm going, God, what did you get? This is nothing like Christ for the nations. 
what are you doing to me, Lord? I should be in Dallas at college with beautiful girls, not in a small house in the middle of Cracktown of West Palm Beach with 20 other guys and a director smoking crack. What are you doing, Lord? And he said, didn't I put a word over your life? I said, yes. Well, the executive director got promoted to be the director. And he comes to me and he says, I talked to the board. Since you've been serving the Lord for a year and you haven't used drugs, they want to offer you a job to be the executive director. I said, what does that mean? He says, well, that means that you'll have to take all the guys to all the different rallies. You'll have to go preach at churches and, and uh, you'll have to teach class every day. And, um, you know, you pretty much operate the ministry and I work out of the office and book rallies. I said, well, I'm on house arrest. He said, well, it doesn't matter if you work here. That's part of your job. I thought, hmm. Five weeks in the program, I'm in downtown West Palm Beach in the courthouse in Judge Mary Lupo's courtroom answering questions for a prisoner standing next to me. His name was Ricky. And she said, Mr. Bumgarner, can you tell me about your program? I said, ma'am, it's a wonderful program. I said, they can get changed there. It does have a Christian-based education. I said, but we teach them a work ethic. We teach them how to be successful in life. We teach them a career. And if you'll give him a shot, we'll take him in the program. She said, okay, I'm going to release him in your custody. I left the courthouse, drove down to the jail on Gun Club Road, walked in the jail. They released the guy in my custody. I signed him out. And I'm walking out of the jail going... I'm on house arrest working at a drug rehab, and I just had a prisoner released in my custody. <clears throat> because God had a word over my life. That's amazing to me. And I don't celebrate the things that I've done wrong, but I celebrate the mercy of God. And now because of that, Everything from that point on is, is I met Kim in West Palm Beach. Uh, my parents had a church in Lakeland and they, they moved their whole ministry down here and we all landed in this same area. And I'm standing before you today because God had a word over my life. I didn't go to Bible college at Christ for the Nations. I went to Regeneration Center Drug Rehab for school. You know? And here I am with, married to Kim, and, and, and I've got this wonderful family, wonderful brothers. We're in the church, and, and, and I see what God has done. But how I many know I had to come to a place in my life where there were nevertheless moments? We've had our school for eight years now, and I look at the lives of these young men, and I look at a lot of them and go, man, I can see the road you're on. You're going to end up in a bad place if you don't change. And now I see how God has used my life and, and used my family to, to, to influence and change the direction of 14 and 15 and 16-year-old boys that are now all of a sudden saying, well, I don't know about this church thing. I really don't want to go to church no more. I don't know if there's a God. I mean, that's a cool thing that God can put you in position you in somebody's life like that. But I had to have a few nevertheless moments. Amen? How many of you got to have a word from the Lord? Come on, touch somebody and say, i got to have a word. Because sometimes when things seem like they're headed in the wrong direction, a word from the Lord can sustain you to a point in your life where your perspective begins to shift and you move into an entirely different direction of where you thought you were going. And you come out the other side in victory. Amen? Somebody say, Nevertheless. Now, I told you that little bit of my testimony. My testimony is a lot more deeper and 
and uh, tragic than that, but, and also more awesome than that because God really pulled me out of a pit and changed my life. It, it's an amazing story. It'd take a couple hours to go through all of it. Those were just some highlights. But I had to come to a place where there were nevertheless moments. And I shared this with you this morning because I believe that we're in a time and we're in a season where the enemy today is unleashing everything he has against our children, against our teenagers, against our families, against our churches, against our society, against everything that we hold to be true. He is unleashing an attack. And what he does is he really, what he really tries to do is he tries to position us in a place where we forfeit our faith, where we give up the faith. And we trade it in for something else. Come on, the devil's not after your wallet. He's not after your car. He's not after your home. He's after your faith. He only attacks your wallet, your car, and your home, and your family to get you out of faith. But the, really the object of what he wants to destroy in your life is to get you to stop believing. He's going after your faith. Because how many understand, if you lose your job today, you can get another job. Come on, if you lose your house, you can rent another house. Your faith is what he wants. Your faith is what he wants to destroy. God can give you an instant miracle tomorrow and restore everything that the devil takes away. But if he takes your faith, he's got you. Amen? So the enemy of your soul is not after your money. He's after your faith. He doesn't need all your stuff. He's after your faith. Amen? And if he wants to have success in your life, then he wants to paralyze you and neutralize you so you cannot be effective in the kingdom of God anymore. That's his goal, amen? amen. Hebrews eleven six says, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. How I many of the devil can get you to stop believing the report of the Lord and he can get you to stop believing the word that's over your life, then he can get you into a place where you live where there is no hope. Where you live with a, a give up attitude. He can get you in a place where complacency begins to set in into your heart and passivity and, and you just let things keep rolling off of your life and, and, and well, that's how it is and it ain't going to never get no better and this is the lot that I have in life and this is what it must be like. No, 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 no. That is a lie from the pit of hell. God has called you to something better, something higher than you ever thought possible, than you ever thought you could dream. The enemy of your soul wants to destroy your faith. God didn't call you to go through life on autopilot. He's put you at the controls of your life so that you can live a life of obedience towards Him. Somebody say, thank God I got a word over my life. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I know this is tough sometimes, but, you know, we get tempted to give up. Sometimes we, we get tempted to forfeit our faith. And it usually comes when we're experiencing some resistance to whatever it is that we're going through. Whatever it is we're believing for. We start feeling the resistance. Listen, I, I, I told you I was under attack this week, amen? There have been times in my lives when I've dreamed big dreams and, I, and I've had high hopes. And the moment I went to go implement a part of that dream, it's like, all the resistance in the world mounted against the dream. You got everybody in your life that loves you saying, oh, you didn't hear God on that. You must have missed that one. How can God, did God really say? Hmm? Come on, amen. And then you start thinking, well, that can't be from the Lord. There's too much pressure. There's too much pain in this. If this was really from God, why is it so hard? And we start, we start rationalizing. Did God really tell us to do that? You ever heard anybody say, well, if God's in it, then the doors will open up and everything will be easy. 
Hmm? Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, if that's true, then God owes Moses an apology. Hmm? Come on, somebody. He needs to apologize to David. He needs to talk to Daniel and say, I'm really sorry about putting you in that lion's den. It was a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. He needs to apologize to the 12 disciples and the Apostle Paul. Amen. And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church that has been serving our community for the last two years. There is a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. I mean, are there any time the heroes of faith, the list of the heroes of faith in the book of Hebrews, any time that they made a decision to do something right and do something good for God, there was always somebody that was upset about it. There was always resistance to it. It didn't just come easy. Even Paul experienced that everywhere he went. He had somebody falling around going, running their mouth behind him. You ain't no good. You don't know what you're talking about. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He'd, talk, he'd be preaching and they'd be running their mouth behind him. Paul said it was so bad it was like a thorn in his flesh. I don't know about you, but I ain't got somebody chasing me around the country going everywhere I'm going, talking right behind my back all the time. That drives me nuts. Amen. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to me today. If you're experiencing resistance in your life today, that's not necessarily a sign that God's not in what you're doing. It's just that the devil don't want you to do what God's called you to do. Come on, amen. It might be a sign that you're right in the middle of the will of God and and you're coming up against the adversary of your life that don't want you to occupy the territory that you're about to step into because God has called you to step into two territories. Amen. How many know when you watch a football game, whether it's zone defense or whether it's man-to-man, when the center hikes the ball to the quarterback and the quarterback either hands that ball off or throws the ball downfield, I don't care who you were supposed to cover, I don't care what zone you're in, whoever gets that ball, the rest of that team goes to try to tackle the man with the ball. It's the same way in life. You've got the ball, and the devil wants to keep you from scoring a touchdown. He will unleash everything in his power to come against what God's told you. Amen? Amen. Amen. Come on, somebody praise the Lord this morning. The enemy of your life doesn't want you to score. Another obstacle that comes up against us is when we're stepping out in faith and we keep doing things and doing things and doing things and we keep pressing in and we keep pressing in and we keep praying and we keep praying and then we don't see any results from all of our effort. And it seems like the season goes on and on and on. Lord, I don't see anything. Lord, I don't feel anything. Lord, I've given my tithes. Lord, I've reached out. Lord, I've prayed and I've wept and I've cried. I don't feel anything. Come on, anybody know what I'm talking about? And you don't see no fruit from all the labor that you put into it? 
And then the temptation is just to throw in the towel and say, well, that must not have been from God. I must have missed the Lord. I've wasted the last three years of my life interceding and praying for something that wasn't even from the Lord. Uh, uh, this ain't even making a difference in my life. And what happens is, is we begin to forfeit our faith. We begin to give up our faith. The other thing that will cause us to forfeit our faith is, is when you come up against the status quo. Well, that's the way things are. That's just the way it is. Well, what you're believing for just don't make sense in a logical world. I saw about half of you follow the chair when I told you we needed $28,000 in a week. How many know God's got to do a miracle here for every month and He's been doing it for two and a half years? Amen. Praise God for it. Amen. The status quo. We're believing for God for something that's not based on the facts or based on what we've learned from the past. And, and what you're believing for sounds dumb or ridiculous. That's ridiculous. $28,000. God, you brought me to this place this morning? All the visitors are going, man, he's out of his mind. What are you doing to me, Lord? That's illogical. That's crazy. And you've got a past record, a long history of people that they've tried to do what you've done before and they've never been successful at it. So you're looking at it and go, well, nobody else has never done it. What makes you think you can do it? Who do you think you are? You ever anybody say that to you? Who do you think you are? Huh? Well, do you really want me to tell you? i got a lot of names in the book. Son of God. Come on. I'm an heir to the throne. I'm blessed. I'm above. I'm the head. Oh, come on, somebody. Come on, how many know it sounds kind of stupid for a skinny little kid like Gideon hiding in a wine press at night, threshing wheat so the enemy couldn't see him, a scared little, intimidated, short, Jewish white kid. I mean, get a picture of it. No muscle on his bone. He was the least tribe out of all the tribes, and he was the least, in the least family out of all the families in his tribe, and out of his family, he was the least. Yeah. You know what it said? Yeah. That means that even his, even his mom, when he walked by, went, there's Gideon. <laughs> Lord, not Gideon. That's pitiful. Somebody say he was the least. Think about that. God used him, amen, to deliver a nation. An entire nation was delivered by his hand, amen. And not only that, to think that this stupid little kid would have 32,000 soldiers that were given to him to go to war and he pairs them down to 300 and goes to war with 300 and delivers the nation of Israel. Come on, how logical is that? I mean, uh, how, how much sense does it make for three Hebrew children not to bow down to a golden statue to, so they wouldn't be thrown in the furnace? How many of you here would really just stand there and go, I'm not bowing down to that idol? Most of us would, Lord, I'm just going to do this so I don't die. Forgive me, Jesus. I don't mean anything by that. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772 461 8555. 
That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth and Ignite Your World Incorporated thanks Joey's Cafe for their underwriting support of this week's broadcast. Joey's Cafe is a family-owned and operated breakfast, lunch, and dinner experience specializing in affordable home-cooked meals. Joey's Cafe is located at 6650 South Highway 1, St. Lucie Square Plaza, a mile and a half north of Prima Vista Boulevard. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org. Only learning to you have it all my heart is yours. Won't until you have it all. My heart is yours. Sing it again. Won't until you have it all. My heart is yours. Without a healthy conversation, there can be no healthy marriage. Learn more on the next Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef.
Heard Monday through Friday at 9.30 a.m. on WCNO, the Good News Station.